Hey, people. Hey, everyone. Welcome into the Raheel and Jose show podcast. It's official. Like, I want to make it's it official, official. official. Yeah. Why not? I mean, you're like, I don't want to put at the get at, on the guest list. Like, yeah. Jose's here again. No, it's just Jose's part of the show now. And so we're removing the with sometimes Jose moniker. Yeah, you'll just uh -huh. be it's the Raheel and Jose show podcast. All right. Welcome in, guys. And a happy Thanksgiving to you. If you're listening while you're driving to a Thanksgiving party or a city or whatever it may be i hope you guys stay safe and have a great time with your family it is a it, you know like the year is broken down i don't know about you guys and nick sharara is also in here he's just hanging out with us like he's just doing show prep for his show but i said nick you're a brother come on in anytime you want man well, brother i appreciate yeah. that man you're a brother of the podcast this thanks is first, i think this is my first raheel podcast appearance so i appreciate that there you go i love nick nick is a great dude i've known nick now for almost 10 years yes. and uh we met in radio we've trained in mma together oh, nick is cute. a nick is a yeah. savage he uh, nick doesn't quit. point was wrapped his entire body was wrapped around my body at <laughs> yeah. and jiu-jitsu at sugarland mma yep. plug for them and there was no, you know, like, it was just body on body and nothing else. That's it. <laughs> what? Like, it happens. Okay? It was so an what? intimate moment. Yeah. We both had shirts on, everybody. It's all good. Yeah. I don't like guys that train without shirts, and then you have to roll with them. It gets no. stinky. No. Wear a rash up. guard, dude. Yeah, wear a rash guard. Don't be that it's guy. Ridiculous. Like, we know you're ripped, bro. Yeah. You don't have to show the world. All right, so uh, welcome in. And, um, yeah, lots to talk about. Jose, you had a, a big weekend. But let's start. Let's do Thanksgiving first because right. it's crazy, man. Like, like when the year starts, you go. There's little moments, right? It's January first, and then you're starting to think about. For us, at least my calendar and the sports calendar, you go. Okay, you got the Super Bowl, and then the Super Bowl comes, and then you go. Oh, you know, you got the March Madness tournament yeah. in March, right? And of course, there's little things filled in there. Like for me, there's you know my anniversary, there's my daughter's birthday, all that good stuff. And then you go, oh, look, March Madness is here. Wow, we're already a third of the way through the year. Yeah. It's April already. And then you start going, oh, we got that summer uh, summer trip to look forward to in May. And then that comes. And then you go, oh, this week we're going to the beach. And then all of a sudden it's July. And then it's August. And you go, college football's back. And the NFL's back. And before you know it, it's Thanksgiving. And it's just, again, every year we say this, man, this year is flying by. But we are one day away from Thanksgiving. And it's here. It's like, and now you go, oh, Christmas will be here in a few weeks. I can't wait for Christmas. Yeah. Screw Thanksgiving. Are you, a, you're not a Thanksgiving guy? It's, it's all right. It's just, I guess as, as, uh, the more we've, the more we've grown as, uh, in literally in age, like the more my family has kind of like separated itself and like everyone's doing their own thing now. So it's kind of like, yeah, like. Do y'all come back for Christmas, though? Like, everyone meets up on Christmas? Oh, yeah. No, well, I'm Mexican, so we do it. We do Christmas twice. So we we essentially party, like, the 24th of December, bringing in Christmas at midnight, and then everyone goes home, does their thing, and then everyone gets comes back. It's, it's always at my house, at, at my parents' house. Okay. So we do our thing till midnight at my house. Everyone just kind of goes goes home, sleeps, sleeps off their... Their uh, their alcohol or whatever, and then everyone comes back and eats leftovers on 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 Christmas Day. We watch some basketball. To me, those are the best two days of the year. So nothing can live up to it. Yeah, <laughs> especially not Thanksgiving. Do you guys shoot guns off? No, isn't that, isn't that, that is that, a Mexican thing, right? We're not for, that Mexican family for that for Christmas or is it New Year's only? 
I I think it's a New Year's thing, more or less, but no. Okay. I'd be like, man, I'd be, that. I'd be messed up if you're firing off shots. Santa's not coming to your house. No, nah, we, we ain't with that. No, this sucks. Uh, for us, it's Thanksgiving. That's Really? Yeah. Thanksgiving's our biggest one because uh, of all my uncles. So if, uh, it's my dad, his brothers. There's three brothers, yeah. and then there's a sister. So there's five siblings. Within the five, there's always obviously kids, and now we have kids, right? Grand so grandchildren. Yeah, it's like Jeez. forty plus people. We meet up at one house every right. year. One of the uncles. So this year it's at my dad's house, and forty plus people. This is the only time where everyone's in the same city at the same time. You know, as you grow up, of course, cousins move away, and ones in Austin, ones in yeah. DC. But Shout everyone to, comes back. Or yeah, everyone comes back nice. to the same place. You put on your calendar. There's no messing around. And I think we're going seven years now where it's gone. Like, we've done it. That's awesome. Yeah, it's, it's a blast, dude. Uh, there was one year. I remember in 2000, I believe it was 2008, when I first started working in radio, there was one year where I ate Buffalo Wild Wings for Thanksgiving because we didn't do anything. Yeah. Because my parents that planned sucks. a cruise around Thanksgiving. Yeah. And ever since then, like, I got so pissed at him. I was like, dude, this sucks. And, like, my brother was out of town. Everyone was out. Yeah. My sister was at D.C. at the time. And I was like, man, this is not fun. And ever since then, we've done Thanksgiving where we meet up at somebody's house. And we'll make the turkeys. Although this year, we're getting kind of, look, man, the, the kids are getting a little bit older. We got a little money, right? So we're just like, hey, can we just buy the turkeys prepared, please? Like, we're just going to Maris and getting the turkeys. I thought All you, we have to do is heat it up. I thought you were going to say, let's go another direction. Let's get some duck or something. No, no, I would never do that. I would never do I, that. I, I like Thanksgiving. I love turkey. You do? Yeah, it's a perfect compliment for the sides. I like turkey. I don't love it. Especially, I, I'm not really crazy about how my, I hope they don't listen to this, how my aunts make it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just not crazy about it. What do you I'd all, much how rather, does she make it? Like, is there a different, is it just like bland turkey? Yeah, or it's they, a, they it's try a to little, put a spin on it? It's a little, no, it's just a little bit bland. And But you're right. You mix it up with everything else, with the stuffing, with the gravy. It works out. Yeah, that's but, what it is. Turkey but, is meant to be just part of it, not overpowering the meal. It's just part of it. It's your protein. It's. I just never look forward to it. I look forward to the ham. I look forward to everything else, but not, not no damn turkey. Okay, Nick. What, uh, what about are you, you guys? Ferrari? You guys a big Thanksgiving family? We are. We are. Egypt, on the Egyptian, sides. right? <laughs> we are. Yeah. But we. I mean, we'll have a turkey. We have all the sides, all the normal stuff that you guys are talking about. Okay. Is that your biggest one? Is Thanksgiving bigger or Christmas bigger? Uh, I enjoy you being Thanksgiving a- more. Christmas mm-hmm. we celebrate, but not to the extent of Thanksgiving. Yeah. Really? Yes. We're Muslim, by the way. Nick is Muslim also. Correct. Uh, and I think Christmas for, for Muslim, like first-generation American or Egyptian-Americans, Pakistani-Americans, immigrants, Christmas has turned into more of a assimilation holiday. Like we celebrate it just so we can feel part of the culture and I we can talk about that. it. And totally, uh, because yeah. uh, I, I mean, every single year when you're growing up and you see uh, kids that you know celebrate Christmas, you think that's the, the norm. And when it becomes a norm, mm-hmm. I mean, you're a part of society. You be, you become a part of the norm. So I actually enjoy celebrating Christmas. I enjoy Thanksgiving more because I feel yeah. like more people can attend for one small occasion and get together. Whether it's family and friends, yeah. and in Christmas, that's just for me and my family. I felt like I can get everybody together on Thanksgiving easier. Good. Yeah, it does feel like Christmas is a way bigger commitment to, it, to yeah. Do, yeah. do stuff for Christmas. And then you got to go to church, right? For uh, y'all, yeah. Like there's Thanksgiving, you just show up. We we do a two day event for Thanksgiving. So really? Like today. So you do what we do for Christmas? Yeah, we do a Wednesday sleepover, so everyone really? shows that's up. That's fucking yeah. cool. So there's gonna be forty plus people. Now some of the uncles, as they get older, they like. 
three of them live in Houston, right? So my one, my uncle that works with my dad, he lives five minutes away. So he's probably gonna go back to his house to sleep. Right. Okay. Because he's like plus people. Forty plus people. Wow. Yeah. You're it's you're like, like your wife is okay with this? Like she oh, doesn't. She loves it. She loves it. That's she loves freaking it. cool. Because she gets to see every. She gets yeah. to see the whole family, right? Yeah. And she's really cool with my. You know, I'm lucky where. Yeah. She's cool with all my cousins and sisters and all that stuff. So she likes it. And then it's also you know. And of course her, your daughter loves it. Cause my she's, daughter she's can't. With her family. Yeah. She, her our cousin or her cousin is in town uh, from Canada. That's cool. My little buddy Daniel, and uh, she is just like all about him, because she gets to see him once a year, yeah. right? So she's having a time of her her life. I took him to gymnastics yesterday with I saw her. Your tweets, that was cute. Man, that was crazy. When I was like looking around, I'm going, "What the hell?" My nephew and my daughter are in a class together, and I'm looking at my sister who just what felt like ten. Yeah, it was yeah. ten years ago. We're in college together. Just fighting over dumb shit. Now yeah. we have kids. And so so enjoy your uh, 20s, man. I'm it trying, will, man. It catches up to you fast. I'm trying. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. I love Thanksgiving. Also, um, we do a big white elephant exchange. Yeah, you've told gift me exchange. about that. Shout out to Fat Kid Deals. Man, 40 plus people, bro. You want to talk about drama in a family? Shit gets wild. <laughs> Wait, you guys do that on Thanksgiving? We do it, yeah, because that's the only time everyone's together, oh, okay. right? Yeah, so we sense. just knock it out. Yeah. And uh, it's so much fun, man. The, it, I'm the commissioner, <laughs> so I'm going to put a no collusion act in this year. So no more colluding before your picks and all that. No but you're immediate. colluding. I am, I am going to collude. <laughs> you're, you're colluding. You already yeah. know. What did you tell me you're trying to keep? I'm taking my clippers that I'm bringing. Yeah, that's collusion. I don't care. That's, I'm the commissioner. <laughs> The commissioner gets what he wants. Calm I'm down, going, David Stern. I can't wait to uh, steal that from somebody. <clears throat> and if I have the first pick, I'm taking my own gift. I don't give a shit. I know it's frowned upon. I'm taking my own gift. I don't care. Uh, so we'll be doing that. Thanksgiving. Uh, I, you know what? Christmas, I'm with you. Christmas has turned into a basketball tradition. Oh, family. hell yeah. Yeah. Ever since that Kobe Shaq one. Uh, the, the Heat Lakers? Yeah, that Christmas. one, ever since then, it's just become like Christmas, basketball, that's the most important thing. And I, I don't know about you guys, and this is also my pro-Christmas narrative, I enjoy that more than uh, Thanksgiving football, just because the matchups are better. Mm-hmm. Like, are you guys sincerely looking forward to a, a Redskins-Cowboys game? No, nobody Nick, is. are you? Uh, no, not really, no. No, you just do it because it's tradition. Right. It's Thanksgiving, like, right? And the football, the Lions are playing, of course. The Cowboys who, are playing. Who and that's cares? It. Those teams stink. Yeah. I want drama. I want good matchups. Like, tonight, Wednesday night, has become the second best NBA schedule moment. You got OKC against Golden State. That's a Christmas Day game. And on you got Lakers, uh, Cavs. Cavs. Cleveland, right? Yeah. yeah. That's become, the NBA is like, oh, cool, there's a day for the taking. Yeah, we're going to oh, put yeah. good matchups up. That's ours. Remember That's last, ours year, last year was also a good game, OKC, Golden State, where OKC blew them out by like 30 points, and everyone's getting hyped up because it was a marquee game. So it ends up being a good thing. And then you got college basketball, too. I love college basketball yeah. right now. Right, All these preseason tournaments and all that stuff. So the battle for Atlantis. <laughs> like Atlantis is a real play. Like Aquaman's like, bro, you guys are battling for my hometown. That's my turf, dog. Where did Aquaman grow up? Was it Atlantis? I think so. Right? That's that's a Michael Carroll question. I think it's yeah. Atlantis. It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. This isn't sanctioned by uh, Aquaman. This is bullshit. <laughs> I got my team right here. Uh, speaking of comic books, you texted me last Monday 
when Stan Lee passed away. Yeah. And you're like, we got to do a podcast. And you ghosted me. Because uh, I was dying. You dude. had food poisoning. We'll apparently. talk about that in a second. The, the food poisoning. And I know <laughs> there's an official link. I'll tell you about my Jordan moment. Oh, yeah? That. Yeah. Okay. Right. So we'll talk <laughs> about Jordan that. Moment. My Jordan moment. Okay. Uh, so what, Stan Lee, your thoughts on Stan Lee? I mean, it's... I, I don't know if there's words that I could I could put to how important he he is to pop culture because when you think of pop culture there's not many people you go before you say Stanley I think maybe Steve Jobs is the closest you could say like and even then I feel like no it's 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 Stan what Stanley put him though is it is it creator like in terms of creating creative forces creators like where in pop culture or or are you just talking about when you think about the greats that impacted their industry? Yeah, it's 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 Stan Lee. Like who yeah. who has more influence than him? What something that he started? What what was it around World War Two? Mm-hmm. After World War Two, when comic books were were more more or less taboo. Yeah. Because of because uh, comic books were very vulgar back then. They were. Uh, there was like comic books about like rape culture and and the war and stuff like parents didn't want kids reading that. I remember I went to the the Museum of Pop Culture in Seattle and they have this two floor Marvel exhibit. It's like one of the if not the, my favorite thing I've done this year, one of the one of one of them. And it was so taboo back then when Stanley uh started uh pushing Marvel comics. So to see it go from that to it become a cinematic universe to it become a part of the video game industry to it become Netflix specials like mm-hmm. that's insane. So- he, yeah, you're right. Like in terms of creative forces, what he did across that many years, and of course he had other writers with him. Sure, eventually, yeah. as you grow the brand, right, and grow. Um, yeah, when you think comic books, you think Stan Lee. I can't name you like who's a creator of DC Comics. I can't either. Right, nobody can. I think, uh, and this is, again, maybe a Michael Carroll question, but I think we recognize more, if, as far as DC Comics, we recognize more specific artists, yeah. like Snyder, who wrote epic uh, Batman stories. But in, in far as Marvel's concerned, to me, it's, it's Stan Lee and and Well, let's it. do that. Like, let's do this. Let's it. do this uh, thought experiment real quickly. Creators in their industry, first ones you think of. Okay. Okay, so technology... Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs. Like it's not even close, yeah. right? He is the he is the guy that changed it in terms of yeah. design, hype, all that good stuff. Comic books, it would have to be Stan Lee. Yeah. Right? There's nobody else. Uh, let's do something that we're familiar with. Let's go music. R- rap. Hip hop. Biggie Tupac. I was gonna go Dr. Dre. That's a good one. Yeah, especially now the influence he's having now with Kendrick Lamar, Anderson Pac, who's become a little bit of a, of a a little bit of a plant for Apple Music and Beats. Yeah, that's that's fair. Drake's maybe, fair. maybe twenty years from now, when we revisit this question, like creators in music, even though he spans various cultures now in terms of creation, Kanye West. Maybe. Man, maybe. I'm. I'm I know we get lost in the current about yeah. and I you guys know how I feel about Kanye West where I love him his music will always be number 1 to me 
and we get lost in like the current stuff and you know he's gonna try different things but when you go back, yesterday I was listening to late registration, graduation, and college dropout. Late registration, better than college dropout. I will die by that statement. Oh, my God. That's the worst opinion ever. <laughs> <laughs> Man, some of the stuff that he created, some of the lyrics, the beats, the creation of using samples. Yeah. It's unreal, man. Like what Dr. Dre did and what Dre is still doing. Like Dre will still put out some stuff with guys and you go, damn, that, like how did you think of that sound, right? What we spawned, what he spawned would be like people like Snoop Dogg, Eminem, Kendrick Lamar. Well, although Kendrick Lamar was already establishing himself, he gave him the platform. Yeah. Now Anderson Pac, who's, who's blowing up as we speak, I think... I want to see Kanye do something like that through different yeah. decades, as as Dre has done. Yeah, and and can't forget about Tupac because yeah. Tupac's production value with Dre, like all, Tupac was already established, right? Obviously, yeah. Tupac was a beast. But then when he joins Death Row and he's working with Dr. Dre, you just go, whoa, yeah. this is whoa. How did you do this? So Dr. Dre's number one creator. I'm gonna go with creative forces in music. Yeah, in music, I'll go Dr. Dre. Yeah. Shoes. Phil Knight, Tinker Hatfield. I was going to go Tinker. Yeah. And I think the Tinker story is coming out a lot more now, mm-hmm. which is really cool. And if you haven't seen the documentary on uh, Tinker on uh, Netflix, have you seen it? No. I there's didn't, an, there's I didn't an episode know on him about hmm. like his creation, what he does, and how important he is to the shoe industry, all that. And, of course, the Jordans. Right. You know, he's most uh, known for what he's done with the Jordan collection. But yeah, you gotta watch. Let me get the name here for you real quickly because it is. I thought I thought I told you about it. I don't but think dude, so. It's fascinating. See, that's that's a. I think that's more of a debate to be had because of does Tinker Hatfield exist in a world where Phil Knight gives them the platform? But in well, terms it, of specifically just the sneaker culture, it doesn't get where it's at today without Michael Jordan and Tinker Hatfield. Yeah. No, it, do, it it doesn't get there. Period. I don't. No, if those two don't team up, it's not happening. Because the uh, the early Jordans, they were like, they were good, they were okay. It all changed with the three. The one, yeah. the one that is probably still the most iconic, and right now is probably the most popular. But when when Tinker started designing them with the three, that changed everything. Yep, uh, it's called Abstract on Abstract. Netflix, and so they. Uh, they talk to different people. Christopher Neiman, who does illustration. Uh, S. Devlin, who does stage design. Like, all sorts of people from across various industries. There's photography, inter- uh, photography interior design. And then there's footwear design, Tinker Hatfield. And That's insane. It's, a, it's so episode two. it's a different two. series. Okay. Yeah, it's a whole different... It's like uh, an eight-part look into the creative and the abstract. Yeah. So. It's really cool. It's it, I only watched that episode because I just didn't have time. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, I saw it and I was like, holy shit, they're doing something on Tinker? That's pretty cool. So let me watch that. But I would say Tinker. Uh, and speaking of the Jordan 11 Concords, sports oh, map, we wrote a story on that. Jose's part of it. That's the uh, the grail, the shoe that has so much spirit to behind me, it. To me, it's between that, in terms of my Jordan grails, it's that and the black and red Jordan 1. Because of, again, the exclusivity of both of those. It's so hard to come across a good pair of those. And now that Jordan 1s are more mass-produced, hopefully, eventually, we'll get another release of the black and red Jordan 1. But to me, it's those two. Obviously, we're talking about how the influence it had in pop culture uh, was bigger with the Concords. So 
getting almost a million pairs in a couple weeks is insane. And finally getting a pair, I can't wait. Is that the most iconic shoe ever? Oh man, that's tough. I I think if you I see think you it, can make the argument, yeah. Because that color, the white and black, the patent leather. The patent leather especially, yeah. There's a polarization. Just imagine that. It's the nineties and here comes Michael Jordan wearing a patent leather sneaker mm-hmm. on the basketball court. It's just unfathomable at, at that point in time. Now everyone tries to outdo each other with the flashiness of shoes. That wasn't the case back then. Yeah, I would say if you put that shoe in front of 100 people that don't know anything about shoes, they might, I think more people would know that than any other shoe. That white, that white and yeah. black, the Concords. Yeah. I can't think of another basketball shoe that might surpass that. Do you think the Converse weapons with the old heads? I think, well, 100, remember, these are just 100 people yeah. across, you know, all generations. Like, we'll just figure out this pool, right? Not, not sneakerheads, not okay. basketball guys, just casual, you know, people. I feel like that would be the number one shoe that they would go, oh, yeah, that's a Jordan. Like, it would be the most recognizable, right. most iconic. Uh, to me, it's the most iconic. I think when you see that, you just go, oh, yeah, that's that shoe. Yeah, you might not know the name of it, but you just go, that's that shoe. Yeah, that's fair. Because I think as good as the Jordan 1s were, they look like, like dunks. if you don't know it, they just look like yeah. shoes, right? They, just, they look like dunks. Yeah, these are just so special. If you guys haven't seen it, just go to sportsmap.com or search Jordan 11 Concords. To me, the grail is the Jordan 11 breads. That's really? my shoe. Like, I want that shoe so badly. I had a I had a pair when they did the countdown packs. Was that in 11? Or Yeah, that was in 2011. And I... I just wasn't as crazy about them. Really? At that point, I really wanted a pair of Concords and Space Jams. And when those packs were first announced, I was hoping one of those was that pair, but ultimately it wasn't. And ultimately, they released around those two years, but I couldn't get them. Man, to me, like when we, when I was growing up, one of uh, one of the guys, an older guy that I used to play basketball with, and like, yeah, you look up to older guys to play basketball. Yeah, of course. His name is Z. He used to have those shoes, and I was like, oh my God, those are the <laughs> coolest shoes ever, man. Like, I want those shoes. And. Yeah, those are those are my shoes. Like what that. size are you? Uh, size eleven. Those, I looked it up. It. It's like seven hundred bucks. Jesus right now. Christ! Yeah, go to StockX. I think it's yeah, seven hundred bucks. Yeah, right now. Those are impossible to get. I mean, those are the color, the the limited release of them. It's just it's hard to get those. The 2012 pair. When were they retroed again? Was it? I think 2012 was the last time. Yeah, you're right. Uh, the countdown packs I was thinking of was in 2008. Yeah. So. Size 11. I think they're not uh, between 700 and 900 bucks. Ooh, size 11, 400. Uh, last sale was 389 on StockX. It's not bad. That's not bad. 389. That's not bad. But I'm not getting them. That's too much. That's <laughs> no, too that's much. way that's too much. That's too much. Uh, Black Friday. Black Friday. Are you a big Black Friday guy? Yes and no. Yes, in the sense that I am going to look for a bunch of deals. No, in the sense that I'm not going to go to the mall to look for them. I'm going to yeah. do it online. Nick, how about you? Are you a big Black Friday guy? No, I'm not. And I feel like there, it's, there's new trends with it now. I don't think you're going to see like all the crazy people like getting knocked over and stuff. Yeah. It's like an organized chaos now. Yeah, and they open up stuff at like 6 p.m. on Thanksgiving, and the deals. I feel bad for people. I think in people. Retail. Okay, maybe it's us. Maybe it's the people that we hang out with. Maybe it's the people that we know. Maybe we're just in a different point in our lives where that's true. You go, you know what? Maybe I don't need to line up four days in advance to save 
200 bucks on a TV or 100 bucks or even let's say 500 bucks. Like maybe it's not worth the hassle and I'll just pay the extra maybe. That's why we, it's not big to us. But you're right. The trend has shifted. Like you don't see those crazy stories no. anymore. Is no, that a I mean, good thing or a bad thing? It's a good thing. It's a good thing. People <laughs> were getting hurt and it was getting way too physical. You shouldn't yeah. be getting physical to shop. That's that's yeah. terrible. And that's that's what it was. Believe it or not, though, like almost 10 years ago, just a quick story. My brother would would do that for the new Xbox right. coming out yeah. on Black Friday, and it was an event. They'd be out there in the cold. They'd have tents. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was, like, this old lady that was waiting in the cold for her grandson, so they let her stay in the cars because it was so freezing cold. Yeah. And people would bring pizza, and people would bring That's cool. uh, hot chocolate. So yeah. at that time, it was cool for my brother. I didn't do it, yeah. but he did when he was, what, like 17, 18? I yeah, get it like, if it's, like, an event. But it's kind of. But if you're getting too physical or violent, then no. Yeah. It's kind of like the camaraderie you would have when you would camp out for sneakers yeah. and bringing it back to the sneaker culture. I did it like once or twice, and then I was done with it. But the being out there for hours with random people just talking about shoes, no one's out there being violent. I didn't go to crazy releases where like the Concords and and the uh, the Space Jams where people were fighting. Yeah. But it's it's I, I there is some sort of camaraderie with it. I am glad it's over. That in the sense that, as you guys mentioned, there isn't like long lines. When I used to do that with my parents, we would wait until like 9 a.m. And what we found, we found. And to me, that was fine back then, you know. At this point, I'd rather just look at stuff online. I'd rather just... Because enough retailers are doing uh, sales that are to the point where... They're intriguing enough to just do it online. like Yeah, and Cyber Monday, you'll save on, on that. A Green Monday, you'll save on that. And, like, the price discrepancy might be, you know, plus or minus right. 150 200 bucks. And Cyber Monday, to me, is what I'm looking forward to the most. I have yeah. a couple of electronic things I want to get. But, yeah, it's not worth the effort to me yeah. anymore. I, uh, in 2000, when I was in college, we went up to Dallas for a basketball tournament. And somebody's house that we were we were stopping by, I think her brother was waiting in line at a Best Buy. So we went there to mess around with them and <laughs> like mess with the crowd. And people were, you know, like that. It was it was that thing. And it was that age group. Like when you're 19, 20, you want to save that money and you have yeah. nothing else to do. Like, I'm not doing that now. No. Like, I'll pay the extra, man. I know it sounds horrible. But I'll pay the extra. I don't want to wait outside for two days or a day and a half. But they do. There are some good sales though on Black Friday. I do like going to the outlet mall on Black Friday. Oh, that's a mess. I, I love it. It's not that bad. No? Like Katie Mills wasn't that bad. Nike wasn't that bad. Are there long lines? Yes. Is it you know hard to get around? Yeah, but it's not crazy. It's not like you can't walk or anything. I love a good deal, man. I like I like deal shopping. So, I think uh, uh, Nike, the Nike outlets are having like a f- extra forty percent off thing for Black ooh, Friday. So off the black uh, the back wall. I yeah, I think so. Wall. Oh yeah, the back wall so awesome. You can find so many. I've found so many gems in the back wall, but uh, like Nike already started their Black Friday stuff. I told you about that over the weekend. I bought a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's insane, and I kind of like it that way. Where retailers started early online, yeah. get it out of the way. Get what I if I need something, get it out of the way, and so I can focus. I'm good. On, yeah, if um, I miss out on a doorbuster, oh well. Yeah. Oh well. Then you know what? It wasn't meant to be. Um, yeah, I, I like I like doing everything online now. Obviously, we all do, right? It's just let's just do it there. And retailers are smart about this. By the way, Black Friday event at Indochino is underway. So, a suit for under three hundred bucks. You are gonna have uh, to take me, dog. Made to measure, customized suit under three hundred bucks. Better act fast. That's 
The shirt is that like shirt shoes belt like all of that? No, 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 just a suit. Just Just your top and the bottom customized though. Jeez, lining on the inside, the monogram, the pockets, the the buttons. How you want that suit to you know fit the cut, all that man. You can't beat three hundred bucks for a customized suit. You can't get a suit for three hundred off the rack. No. So uh, make sure you guys do that. Indochino.com. Just a shameless plug there. How many Uh, do you have? I have one right now. Really? I'm yeah, surprised by only that. Only <laughs> one right now. But I, I am going to go get another one. I need to get a black one. A good fitting black yeah. suit. You know? And uh, I got to maybe trim it up a little bit because, you know, I'm adding a little mass here. Oh, so yeah. Gonna, oh, so yeah. So going to do that. Uh, speaking of other things with Black Friday, I'm trying to think if there's any other deals or something. Oh, Menlo House, our uh, friends. Oh, yeah. They have a $25 package that I, I took full advantage of. I bought it. For 25 bucks, you get a package, and then if you need to cancel, you cancel. It's not a big deal. They don't mind. But for 25 bucks, you get a jacket, shoes, sunglasses, and a shirt, pants, I believe something Jeez. else. So it's like seven clothing items for 25 bucks. And they're not bad. You've you've uh, you've tossed me a couple shirts, yeah. and they're pretty awesome. That you like them, right? Yeah, I love that that dragon and lion shirt. That's a pretty. I wish I was young enough to wear that. <laughs> That's a sick shirt. Do you get? You like the jeans? Yeah, I like did the like the jeans. Are... I need to get them tailored because they're a yeah. little long. That's the thing with me. I'm short, so nothing ever fits me right. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm a little hesitant with like subscription boxes. Yeah. But for the price that you're getting, it doesn't hurt to get it tailored. Yeah. I um, you know, this Black Friday, usually I love like I'll start my research on stuff, but yeah. I don't need anything this Black Friday, so I'm kind of. I'm kind of out of the uh, corporate grips of Black Friday, and it kind of sucks because uh, I enjoy it. I enjoy finding that perfect deal yeah. or waiting the right time to get that sweatshirt at the, you know, like you save four bucks, honestly. It ends up being like I could have got a Nike sweatshirt for $32, but it's that thrill of saving the extra saving, four, p- six dollars. 28 on it. Yeah, you're like, <laughs> yeah, I got over on Macy's today, man. Screw Macy's. <laughs> yeah, and you go, but you take a step back and you go, it took you an hour to get here. It took you forever parking, stress of that, to save five bucks. Right. Right. So Was it worth it? Yeah. <laughs> I got a North Face jacket online last year for like 30 bucks. That's good. Yeah. That's a deal. That's a deal, right? I love What's that part of it. Black Friday deal. I've best Black, yeah, let's think about best Jeez. Black Friday deal that you've ever scored. I scored, it was on H&M. I spent like 60 bucks on uh, a bomber jacket, two flannels, a flannel for my friend, and a cheap hoodie. I spent like 60, 70 bucks Not bad. on all that. Not bad. I got shoes one time for, I think it was at the, yeah, it was Adidas Outlet. I got some cleats for like five bucks. Really? Holy shit. Yeah, and I bought, no, that wasn't Black Friday. That was a Memorial Day sale. Okay. I apologize. Wrong, wrong sale. I bought, <laughs> I called my whole team up. Hey, guys, who needs cleats? Give me that order right now. I walked out with like 20 boxes. It looked like, it looked, dang, this hype beast just bought so many, and it was awesome. This boy going to resell them, John? Yeah. No, I'm just buying it for my team, guys. We're all, we just have matching cleats. It's uh, like me walking out the Adidas employee store in Portland. Man, that, I still got to go to one of those. They didn't want to let me out there with all those Ultra Boost. Damn, that's so Shout sick. out to Lance Erline. Um, Nick, what's yours? Do you have yeah, one off your, the top of your head? You got a good Black Friday find or sale, like, like a memorable uh, buy? For me, it would probably be the... Um, uh, either the Xbox 360 when mm-hmm. it came Jeez. out a long time ago, and then there was a TV that I felt like I got a good deal on. It was like two hundred dollars cheaper. Nice, nice. That's yeah. that's crazy. Two hundred bucks. Yeah. 
that's yeah, I mean, that's probably the two best things. I mean, I, I, for me, Black Friday, I always think electronics. I, like consumer yeah, electronics. That's like the first thing. I think the I'm research, not a shoe aficionado yeah. like you guys, but electronics. I think the research shows that if you're going to buy a high-ticket item electronic-wise, this is the best time to do it. And yeah. I think Cyber Monday has become like one of those days right. also where if you want to buy a high-ticket item like a laptop or... Yeah. Look, you know, an iPhone iPad. is an investment now. It's like yeah. a brand. Yeah, it's fucking An ridiculous. Android is what, isn't it a little bit more expensive than the iPhone now? Mm-hmm. Those top-of-the-line Androids are $1,000. iPhones are $1,000. I'm good with my iPhone 7, man. Y- me too, Doug. I love my iPhone 7. Like, I don't need that big-ass screen. I'm not updating the mm-hmm. iOS 12 yet. Man, don't do it. I did it. I my battery sucks now. Playing obsolescence. They're trying to God. get you off, off to the 7 to the And next. I knew it. I knew it. I knew there, it was going to happen, but... When my wife updated her, she's like, yeah, it's all right. It's not that bad. But my wife's usage is so different from mine. Like, her usage is... She works at a hospital, right? Yeah, she works at a hospital, so... She's not on her phone all the time. She's not on her phone like me. And even at home, she's on her phone once we put uh, Baby baby Trickster away for the night. And then she gets on... Put the baby away. (laughs) We put her away in her cage for the night. And then she gets on. But, like, me, as soon as I get home... Oh, yeah. If I turn the TV on, I'm on Twitter. Oh, yeah. Like I spend way too much time on Twitter. Twitter's but the best. I go like, what else am I gonna do? Let's let's look at our our Twitter usage. Remember oh yeah, since the last couple? time. Yeah, yeah. let's do it. let's look at the upgraded. You do you have the new screen time feature on yours? I don't think so. Okay, that is pretty that is pretty cool. The the screen time. How do we do this again? It's under settings. Yeah, mine's different now. Settings so phone is it? No, it's not settings phone. Let me do last seven days. So while you look for yours. In the last seven days, I've been on Twitter for 12 hours. Holy shit. <laughs> 12 hours. On last Saturday, I spent, let's see, my daily average on Twitter is one hour and 40 minutes. Really? Yeah. That doesn't seem like much. One hour and 40 minutes? Out of, let's go two hours. Round up to two hours. Out of 24 hours... All right, you're sleeping your eight phone? hours. Yeah, okay, yeah. that makes sense. Because I was but just on Twitter. Yeah, because I was thinking, well, you do a show, so you're on Twitter all the time, but you're on your laptop. On my laptop. Yeah, so this that is, is like in my free time, right? So let's break it down. Out of the 24 hours, sleep eight hours. Okay, so we're immediately at 16 hours. I'm doing the show for two, so that's 14 right there. I'm at work doing other stuff, you know, for the rest of the day. So I'm home. Of the like five hours that I'm home, I'm spending almost two hours on Twitter. That's what it breaks down to. And, but, but to me, it's just, second, it's just like second nature where if I'm, doing, if I'm watching something, I want to be part of the conversation. Yeah. I'm just browsing for stories. I'm always just, you know, like looking at what's happening. Yeah, it's pretty bad. That might be my resolution is cutting down on phone time. Yeah, that'll last about a week. I think I can do it. I think I need to do it. I can't find it. You can't find yours anymore? I can't remember what it was. It was, uh, here, let me see. Go to settings. I forgot the old settings. Let me see. Let me see your phone. Set, I want to say it was usage, but I can't find that. I thought it was in display. No, it's not in display. General. Where is it? Where is it? Oh, no, no. It was in uh, app settings. Was it? God, where was it? We just did this. No, battery usage. There you go. There it is. Battery usage is what we looked at last time. Now you have an actual oh, God. screen time usage. Like how? Uh, oh yeah, yeah, it shows you that. Ooh, mine's fucking bad. What are you at? What are you at? Uh, two hours, p- two point three hours of screen time on Twitter. 
a day in the last 24 hours eight minutes of that was like the background refresh or whatever that bullshit oh is so i'm at two hours see it's just one of those it's become like i don't care about instagram that much i i post on it and uh, I have a fan that runs the Raheel Doing Things account. I wonder who that is. I don't know who it, who it is. Is it El Jefe? I don't know who it is, but somebody <laughs> runs that account for me, and I appreciate that. Thank you so much. And Lane they happen Steve? to find all the pictures. <laughs> like, all my private There's pictures. There's a picture somehow. of me on there, isn't there? Yeah. I think you huh. made it one time. So, Raheel Doing Things. Make sure you follow that. Um, so, I don't mess with Instagram that much. Me either. Twitter's my, it's my drug. Facebook, Facebook, I don't even check. I turned off Facebook on my phone, notifications. I don't even know what's happening. I don't care. Sharara, what's your usage for Twitter? Check your phone. Go to general. Nick's like, man, I don't even use my, my phone's on the floor right now. No, I mean, I, I, uh, I've seen that before. So it go to says social networking, 10 minutes, or here, 21, okay, just changed. 13 minutes, entertainment, 21 minutes, productivity, one minute. <laughs> How are you a big phone guy? Like, is that, do you? I'm always on my phone for Twitter. Like, you are. Twitter is my thing. I'm trying to be more proactive on Instagram, but uh, Facebook seems like it's officially for old people. <laughs> stay away from that. Yeah. Uh, and I've, I'm on Snapchat now, which I've been a little bit proactive. I feel like being a single guy, uh, dating, I've seen females respond to my snap, but they don't respond to my text. Bitches. And it's Am happened right? to me on more than one occasion. Really? Yeah. Like, you'll send them a text, and they didn't even look at it. And then you, si- and you send them a snap, but text, and they respond right away. I, I, I do notice that. I do notice that about people in my age group. They'll have, like, full conversations on Snapchat, which doesn't make sense to me at all. Yeah. That's weird. I think there should be a new feature with iPhones where it lets the other person know where you are at the time. Not like loca- physical location. Like, I don't, that's kind of creepy. But I'm just saying, like, if you're having a conversation on Snapchat and you're taking a shit, like, that, that should be like relayed. <laughs> yeah. Even that's if you're a woman, bro. That's not good. Hey, even that's if you're, a good hey, idea. I'm sorry, man. Like, hey, I'm pooping, like, how, how, are you, how are you responding so fast? Well, I'm on Snapchat because I'm taking a dump right now. Well, I need to know that. All right. I need to know exactly <laughs> where you, you really? are. In your physical state, uh, I don't know. I I'm don't know saying, about that. Like, I don't want to be having a conversation while you're, you're already married. I don't know about that. Well, no, just even my buddies. Like, if I message you on Snapchat, I need Snapchat to say Jose's currently in the toilet. <laughs> like, now I'm like, cool. I'll, you know what? Do your we'll, thing. We'll reach out later, man. We'll figure this uh, out later. So funny. Yeah. <laughs> just imagine that you're single females that you're trying to chase guys. They're responding while they're on the toilet. <laughs> they're responding to your snaps. What's up, Daddy? Oh, I'm taking a dump right now. <laughs> right? So that's, that's what's happening. So I think that should be a feature that Snapchat needs to build in. Um, what other things do we... Okay, Astral World's Fest. We got to talk about this. Travis Scott put on a, a badass festival here in the city of Houston representing Houston. My love-hate relationship with Travis Scott. I didn't like him at first. I'm, gr- I'm growing... T- I'm learning to appreciate what he's doing for the city a lot more. Right. So... Like, I still don't like his music that much. I don't. But what he means to the city and what he's doing for the city in terms of national brand, it's awesome. Yeah, that's I agree with you on that. I, I like his music more than you do. I don't think he's I don't think he, he's put together a complete album, which is a hot take amongst people of my age group. Mm-hmm. I like his music. I can't say I love any of his albums. If There's that good makes songs. sense. There's, There's good, a lot song, of good songs. There's great songs. Mm-hmm. But Astro Astro World is is a good album. It's not a great album. It's not gonna be in 
I don't think it should be in the top album of the year discussion. I think what it, I think it should be in the discussion, and I, I know it's not fair to because it's a musical award that's given. But what he did around Astroworld is phenomenal, dude. Like from a marketing standpoint, yeah. what he did with the release of the Jordans, the the festival that he just put on. You're wearing your Cactus Jacks right now. The the, the actual concert itself. Yeah. The 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 venue like in venues he has a roller coaster yeah the all presentation all of that like yeah. it's a really it's a really cool overall marketing plan that he executed and that shouldn't you, that shouldn't be part of the award but I think it should be you know what it kind of reminds me of uh, Jesus the rollout the mm-hmm. way Kanye presented Jesus the tour which was absolutely ridiculous yeah. the best show I've ever been to it kind of reminds me in that sense of everything all everything brings it. To one experience, yeah. and that's what Travis has done with Astro yeah. World, and that's where music is going in general. Yeah. Is like you have to have an experience outside of just the album because the music itself, it's not your revenue generator anymore, right? No, God, it's no, just, it's merch, it's yeah. merchandise. That is your, that's your way to get in. It's your way yeah. of like, hey, here's the music. All right, cool. Now spend some money on other things. Like, cool, you're going to Disney World. Here's your ticket to get in. We're not going to make that much off the ticket, but what we will make money off of is concessions merchandise that experience i gotta get that photo i gotta go see mickey for the upgrade that's where the money is right and that's what music has done you know with kanye with jay-z on the run tour yeah everything is about that experience around that little entry that little that uh, that little uh gateway drug that is the album yeah that's fair and i think i think there's something to be said about my generation and the way we are marketed to in terms of merchandising. Mm-hmm. Everything is about merchandising to to people of my age group. Buy this shirt. Buy this mat you don't need. Buy this grinder. Like I went to the the pop up store that that Travis had because I couldn't go to the festival, and there's just a big ass list of. Let me show you. I think I have the screenshot on my phone still. I have to find it. But it's just a bunch of like merchandise of shit you don't even need, shit you don't even want. Yeah. And for those of you that don't know what the Astro World Fest is, it was a uh, one-day music festival with two stages that was at NRG Stadium in the yeah. parking lot. Travis Scott put it on as part of his concert. Now he's doing a normal stadium concert also run concert also, tour. but this was just like a special Houston thing. And uh, within it, they had exclusive releases with Nike, with Jordan Brand, and then they had the pop-up store, yeah. that, and then you have the list. So it was... One, two, three, four, four, four T-shirts. Uh, one of the, two of the tie-dye ones were fifty. Regular T-shirt for forty-five. A long sleeve for sixty-five. This hoodie that I'm wearing, which is fucking infuriating, it was ninety-five bucks. Ninety-five dollars. Yes. And it had a spelling error. No, it doesn't have a back. It's supposed to have the tour dates on the back, but mine is blank. Oh, I thought you. Which one? Which one had the spelling error? No, that, that that was the issue with mine. No. It doesn't. It, it doesn't have the error. the back. It doesn't, it doesn't have the back, which I'm kind of fine because it's a little bit of overkill already as it is. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of frustrating how expensive it is. And yeah. man, uh, that's crazy because the Donald Glover show that we were at, his merchandise was thirty bucks for a shirt. Yeah, I think the hoodie was sixty-five. Yeah, it's. I think it kind of. I feel like it kind of started in terms of rap. It's kind of started with Kanye and and Jay Z. Mm-hmm. The Watch the Throne tour was the first time I noticed how expensive things were getting. Yeah. Merchandising. Uh, he also had two hundred and twenty dollars, two hundred and fifty, excuse me, dollar jackets, a seventy-five dollar towel. It was ridiculous. And people and were buying it. People were buying all of that shit. They were buying buying a grinder. 
Uh, there were, of course, there, were, there was the Jordan 4s and the Air Force 1s there, too. Could you buy those shoes, just walk up and buy them, or did you have to reserve on the app? No, you, you waited in line to get them, and they just conveniently didn't tell us until you actually got in that you could only get one of the two. Uh. So I, went, I waited like two hours expecting to get another pair of 4s and a pair of Air Force 1s for my friend, because mm-hmm. I already have the Air Force 1s. And we get there, I get inside, and they're like, no, you can only get one. Oh, so I, I got my friend there for swans and it was ju- it's just I forgot what tangent I was going on just the pricing on it and just how the, the pricing and mer- merchandising yeah. it's insane mm-hmm. like I'm never spending 80 bucks on a shirt I almost pulled the trigger on the Kitsy Ghost uh, that t-shirts so that I saw online and I was like 75 Man. bucks I d- and it was more like I want to support Kit Cudi yeah but then I didn't because I'm not that's not what I was raised on right like my my musical generation is you buy the album you support the album or and that's it like you're not spending 80 bucks on a shirt um but damn man finesse the game travis that's pretty cool i ain't i ain't mad at him yeah that's just part of uh business now in the music world is you gotta put out that merchandise and overprice the shit out of it yeah and you gotta attach a digital album to it so you get an album sale yeah other creators i want to get back to that conversation did we miss any industries that are relevant to us I would say podcasting is Joe Rogan. Yeah. I think he's the, when I think of podcasting, at least, the way that the dude that took podcasting from, okay, here's podcasting, this is neat, into a, whoa, we can make a shit ton of money off this and have a good time doing it and make it part of your career. And it also spawned off so many different podcasts with the guests that he would bring on and the guests were like, hey, this is kind of cool. I'm going to do mine. And I think he necessarily famous guests. That's the best thing. Like they have incredible stories. Like one of my favorite guests is the one where the guy that was uh, held uh, for hostage, he was kidnapped, I believe, in Somalia. Yeah, I just finished that one. Incredible. Whoa. Got to catch that podcast. And I got to read his book. Would love to interview him. Yeah. And then there was like another guy who served and he just went through all the injuries that he had. And Mm. he had like freaking severed bicep and his knees been replaced and. All kinds of crazy yeah. stuff. There's so many characters and people that you learn about from that podcast. I'm gonna say Joe Rogan is the is the Steve Jobs is the you know Tinker Hatfield of podcasting. Yeah, can't, I can't really argue with that one. Uh, TV. TV is tough because there's who created got, SNL. Uh, is it Lauren? Uh, I don't Lauren, know. If Lauren Michaels? Michael. Yeah, I don't know if Lauren is the creator or if he's like the guy there now. I'm not sure. I think Lauren Michaels is... Look it up. Is he the creator? I'm not sure on that one. Even... I think TV is a lot harder because there's so many genres within TV. Like comedy. It's different. Like, are you going to go with... Yeah, it was created by Lauren Michaels. Okay, so it was him. Like, he is one of them. But then are you going to go with with Seinfeld? Are you going to go with Seinfeld? In terms of sitcoms? Are you going to go with Larry David? Who was a co-creator of Seinfeld? It's hard not to, mm-hmm. it's hard, it's because he's he's had two re- massively successful shows. Okay, then what about Will Smith? Because he took it he took it to the next level with. But even then, like, there's also m- sitcoms from like the '70s and and the '80s that yeah. I'm not really familiar with, so I don't want to like jump into. That's a good point. Into, like, yeah, TV's a lot harder. I know also, like, I think uh, Married with Children was also, like, a big, big sitcom in the aspect in which talking about sex like that on TV was, was really taboo back then. I've never seen the show, so I can't really comment oh, on it. 
put on Married with Children, yeah. dude. I think it still holds up. I think it still holds up with everyday marriage problems. Uh, like a guy The humor who, still holds up? Huh? The humor still holds humor up? Humor still holds up. Absolutely. It absolutely holds that's, up. That's something that I think Friends has a massive issue with it. I don't think Friends is funny anymore. Friends sucks. Uh, Friends is the worst fucking overrated show did you like it? ever. Did you like it growing up? I did. I did. did you, you know Nick? why? I liked Friends I liked growing up. I liked it more than Seinfeld, man. Yeah. I liked it more I, than Seinfeld, too. I wasn't a big I, Seinfeld I guy. I wasn't a big Seinfeld guy at all. But Friends, I wasn't big on it either. I was big on Friends because everyone my age was watching it yeah. and girls my age were watching it. And then when I realized, when I got to college and I watched it on my own, I was like, this is the dumbest thing ever. And you're like, wait. This isn't funny. No. They're telling me when to laugh at these dumb oh, jokes. Oh, fuck laugh tracks. <laughs> yeah. I And I think you get it, like, as I got exposed to different shows in college also. Shout out to Scrubs. Yes. A show like Scrubs, right? You go, damn, this is, like, brilliantly written. It's not a cheap laugh. They're not just playing up to, like, cheap bullshit stereotypes. Yeah. A woman trying to make it, and oh, she's a fashion designer. All of a sudden, she's working for Polo. Get yeah. the fuck out of here! <laughs> like, what is she? Come on! And how are they living that lifestyle for people that you're like, what are you? What exactly do you do? Bunch of white people. Yeah. Also. And also, a bunch of white people. That's true. Um, well, in the city, I mean, they weren't living in Brooklyn, right? <laughs> like, you're like, yeah, yeah, a bunch of white people hanging out together. Yeah, I, I wasn't a big fan of Friends. I, I, I know people still love it and they still quote it, but there's. Uh, there's like a hundred different shows. That what about um, Meg growing in The Simpsons? Yeah. Shit, Simpsons. Still going on. Still going. Still has its moments where I think it's genuinely okay. funny. South Park. Yeah. That's another one. South Park. When you see TV's a lot. This is this is the hard TV's one. really hard. Yeah. I think this in terms of in terms of like animation, it has to be The Simpsons. Doesn't it would it? have to be Simpsons, hands down. For what they've done, what they've created, um, the the counterculture that it created yeah. a spin-offs and other shows thinking that they could do it a little bit better family guy right like family guy I, had an okay run yeah they had a decent run but i wouldn't put them up there no Hell i no. think south park is way more yeah. south park it's simpsons and south park uh it's always sunny yeah how about a, t a show that a sh started on a camcorder and a show that's gone on for so long mm -hmm. and it's still good it's still entertaining I, I, That's I, I, so hard to do with sitcoms. Well, TV in general, but I think sitcoms in specifically, yeah. it's so hard to keep doing. They're gonna. This is the final season, right? Didn't they announce? I that? think so. I'm gonna. Then I'll I'll fire it back up once they're done officially, because I pulled out. I think season five. I I think I'm on like season three. I haven't watched it in a long time. I'm on like season three or four. I I didn't watch it as it was happening. It's something that I've been recommended time and time again. So I've started watching it. But yeah, it's 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 always, it's always sunny. It's great too. Yeah, a lot of different things in TV. Nick, thank you, brother. Thank you for joining us. Thank you, man. I have to run, but thank you so much for having me. Any other topics that you want to get to that you want to get off your chest there? No, uh, nothing really uh, in particular. I'm looking forward to for the Rockets to uh, do some damage. All right. Uh, I think I'm doing a back-to-back. -back. Other than that, man, I'm just looking for Thanksgiving food, man. Just All a right, bunch man. of turkey. Appreciate it, man. Say <laughs> hi to your guys. family. Absolutely. I hope you guys have a bunch of food, too. Thanks, Thank you, brother. Nicholas. Nick's great people. Love Nick. All right. Uh, I think we're about to wrap this up also, Jose. Let me tell you about my Michael Jordan moment. Oh, yeah. Tell me. Tell me. So you texted me last Monday, and you're like, we got to do a podcast. Stan Lee just died. 
and Detective Pikachu trailer just came out. Yeah. We gotta do a podcast. Pikachu, and I was like, wait, I didn't even know that was in the works, by the way. I didn't either. It looks fucking incredible. It's something that I've wanted my whole life. That's cool. I'm happy for you because that's gonna be a fun movie. It looks fun. How old were you when Pokemon was a thing? Like, it, middle you were school, a teenager already, Yeah, right? I was a teenager. I made fun of Pokemon. Oh, fuck you. Yeah, all like fucking losers. <laughs> but it's like, that's what I've been waiting for, my, and I tweeted this out. It's like what I've been waiting for my whole life, but I didn't know it. Yeah. Like, growing up, all I wanted was a Pikachu that talked. Yeah. And now it's fucking getting materialized, and it's Ryan fucking Reynolds that's voicing him. That's so cool, man. I'm I so happy. for that like, movie. I'm going to watch it for sure. Like, I think that's going to be really good. Um... So you text me, I didn't respond to you because <laughs> like a bunch of, my wife was home, I was home, we were in bed in the middle of the day, curtains drawn, and we looked like a bunch of junkies, <laughs> like just taking a nap, like moving every you know hour or so saying, are you alive? Are you okay? We had both come down with food poisoning from the day before. Oh no. And that Monday I was going to be playing in a celebrity flag football game. Oh no, I've heard about this game. And we played it last year. Um, I put up 42 points nice. with me and Cody Stutes. Mr. Gal balled out there. Paul Gallant from 610 balled out. He won MVP. And uh, I wanted to win MVP, okay? One, because, you know, you get competitive. You want to win it. Oh, yeah. But also, it's a $5,000 donation to a charity of your choice. That's huge. Yeah. So I wanted that. I didn't win it last year. I was kind of disappointed in myself, even though I, I balled out. I did my thing. I put my numbers, right? So this year, I wanted to win it. That was like, right. I'm winning this. I don't care. I'm actually going to, like, go in there with the goal in mind of winning it. Um, and then I get food poisoning. Oh, God. I wake up. I mean, I just couldn't, I couldn't walk. I'm not, I feel like I'm going to faint every time I walk. I power through the day. I get home. I take a nap at 1130. We both get in bed at 1135. And we didn't move until like 3 o'clock. Jesus. <laughs> and my wife is like, are you going to go? Do you want to go? And I'm like, I have to go. I have to go because it, just by showing up, you get a $1,000 donation to your charity, and I couldn't pass that up. Oh, God, no. Yeah. So I was like, I'm just going to go and walk, like, just figure this out. And I'll just say I don't want to play quarterback or whatever, right? And then I take a pregame shot of Imodium <laughs> and Tylenol and uh, went out there and uh, won MVP, dude. It was, really? And when I got home, I was dead. You QB'd? QB'd. Yeah. Did uh, at one point Cody Stutes come up to you and hug you and cradle you to the sideline? No, Cody wasn't like there Scotty this Pippen? year. Unfortunately, no? Cody wasn't there this year, and nobody. Yeah, it was like my it was uh, my wife and my daughter holding me off like Scottie Pippen. I saw that. That was I saw the pictures your wife and daughter took with Deshaun. That was cute. Yeah, that was uh, Deshaun Watson was there. So it was a Reliant charity deal where they surprised a few high schoolers that were nominated yeah. for a scholarship and they got a $5,000 scholarship. That's awesome. So cool. They, they bring them in. They don't tell them. They're, they yeah. just think they're there for a, a, you know, just a little event, whatever. They walk in, they do introductions. The tunnel is up, smoke That's everywhere. So cool, yeah. Kids run in. They're having the time of their lives. This is badass. And then they line up. And then J.J. Moses, uh, Texan ambassador, former Houston Texan, he goes, hey, uh, we've got another friend that I want to introduce. He's a quarterback for the Texans. You guys might know him. And in comes Deshaun fucking Watson. Okay. Brandon Whedon. Guys. Yeah, that's what I thought. I thought it was going to be Brandon Whedon. I was like, man, they're really bringing Joe Webb out here? Because last year it was Nick Martin. Not Nick Martin. Yeah, Nick Martin. Nick yeah. Martin was there. And I was like, nah, kind of, like, that's cool, I guess. Yeah. And then they bring out Deshaun that's Watson, dude. Cool. And these kids lose their mind. Of I'm losing my mind. I've seen Deshaun plenty of times yeah. right, in the locker room. But it's still cool that at an event, the starting quarterback is there. 
and he could not have been nicer. Yeah, that's the so cool. nicest kid, man. Still, just a, he's awesome. He took t uh, took the time to say hi to everybody, presented the checks, did the coin flip. I'm sitting there next to Paul Gallant. We're looking at each other like Deshaun Watson's doing a coin flip for our fucking game. That's so cool, right? And then my wife. So I didn't know this happened. My wife, after the game, she's like, I got a picture with Deshaun. I was like, what are you talking about? He wasn't taking pictures. She goes, he was just walking back. So Hayden went up to him and said, can we get a picture? Oh, that's so cute. And he's like, absolutely. He goes, why don't you come in also? So he just <laughs> took a picture with my wife and daughter. And I was like, dude, that's so he And he must have taken 50 pictures yeah. that day. And he didn't have to. No, absolutely not. It was so awesome to see. Like, I was so happy do to you, see that. Do you kind of... Think your wife whispered to your daughter like, "Go, go ask her a picture." Yeah, I think she, <laughs> I think she did. She's a hype beast for pictures. She likes to show off a little bit, right? Who she doesn't? Got, she like, likes to flex. Yeah, she yeah, likes to flex. Likes that to like, flex, yeah. you know, like this is why you work hard, right? Is this is why your husband works hard? Like you get cool opportunities like that. I'm gonna show it off a little. It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> I wish I had that picture because that would have been my profile picture. I was a little surprised when you posted all the pictures and you weren't in one of them. I was like, "What's going on here?" I thought you were like just keeping that one to yourself so you wouldn't flex too hard. Yeah. But I didn't realize it was it was no, your your I, wife and daughter that saw him on the sideline. Yeah, That's cool. Like, I think we were warming up at that point, you know, running around. Travis Johnson was there, who's yeah. just fucking awesome. I love Travis Johnson. For a guy that was that good at his sport, made that much money, you like you wouldn't know he played in the NFL. Travis Johnson. He's a really good guy, yeah. Awesome awesome guy. So uh yeah, we had a great time there. So that was my Jordan moment where I almost I was like, I'm about to die. Play through the food poisoning. Play through it. And it was Damn, turkey God. that did it. It really? was Jenny O turkey. I thought it was cheese, and I think the cheese was part of yeah. it. My wife bought cheese from Target. I don't know why she bought cheese from Target. Don't I, It smelled so bad on Monday morning. I was like, this is it. This is, It's the cheese. I found out a couple of days ago that the turkey we used was linked to a salmonella outbreak. Oh, no. Yeah. Holy shit. You could have died, dog. I could have died. I could have died. By the way, if you're listening uh, and you're at Thanksgiving dinner, throw away the lettuce. Yeah, romaine lettuce is uh, it's throw out. Away. It tastes like shit anyways. Just yeah. just go ahead and throw it away. Yeah, don't don't eat romaine lettuce, guys. Please don't do that. So, uh, yeah, that was my little MJ story celebrity flag football game. Shout out to uh, Reliant, man. That was awesome. And uh, we got a $5,000 donation That's awesome, to dude. the uh, Community Focus Foundation. It's a foundation that I help out with where... They built it uh, to help South Asian kids. Like we, they built a basketball court for them, That's black so cool. football fields, all this cool shit. So, thank you uh, to them for donating five thousand dollars. And next year, I'll be playing for if I get invited again. I'll be playing for my buddy uh, Wasim, who's been on the podcast before. The next purpose, where they go out to Nepal every year and build schools, wow, and do all sorts of great stuff there, medical work and all that stuff. So uh, he'll be up next on the uh, donation list. So, uh, yeah, that's my story there. I think we hit everything. Yeah. I'm um, trying to like think. Uh, oh, my craziest story podcast. The Doe episode was absolutely ridiculous. Isn't it crazy? How, this is how I know this guy needs more responsibilities here, that he had the time to do something like that. He's just fucking, he's, <laughs> he's out here just Freaking doing, Del. he's Felicity Smoke. <laughs> that's what I, I was like. Just, he's just out here working detective work off his laptop. If you guys haven't uh, heard that, just look up my craziest story on itunes and please rate review that also in addition to this podcast it's a it's a podcast that i just wanted to do it's a little special podcast and uh, we put up some crazy stories and thank you to all the listeners man listeners stories are the best i have three that i'm sitting on right now that will release yeah. uh, with future episodes unreal stories man like everyone has one right 
so much fun. So I appreciate everyone listening to that. And make sure you subscribe to that and rate and review also this podcast. Jose, anything else before we get out of here for Thanksgiving? I think we're good, man. Yeah, I think, uh, I think everything we wanted to talk about, we did it. Yeah. All right, so uh, thank you, Jose. Have a great Thanksgiving, You man. too, brother. I appreciate it, and we will talk to you guys next.